Next, an exercise pool for tiny worms. Yes, all in the name of science. Here's the backstory. A team of researchers at CU Boulder are trying to help treat people with Parkinson's and other neurodegenerative diseases. That is no small feat. And to do that, they're turning to trusted collaborators, C. elegans. These are tiny worms, just one millimeter long, and they are often used to study human health. You've heard us talk about them before. The question is, does exercise affect brain health? The method is putting a bunch of these worms in an exercise class. And I'm not talking about weights, but in the water, in a tiny pool nicknamed Jim on a Chip. Here to coach us through the new study is Dr. Joita Badra, researcher at the University of Colorado Boulder. Welcome to Science Friday. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's nice to have you. Okay. Before we take a swim in the worm, Jim, what can C. elegans tell us about the human brain? What do you hope to see here? So C. elegans is a simple organism. However, one third of its body cells are neurons. So we see about 300 neurons in C. elegans. And it's very easy to visualize under microscope. Another reason we use it is because it's very fast. It actually reaches its adulthood within three days. So it gives us an excellent tool to study any age-related diseases because, you know, you don't have to wait for like months to look at them. So how does a gym on a chip work? What's the concept here? Okay, so you can think of these as small swimming pools for the worm. We use electrodes to generate wave on the surface of the chamber, which creates these whirlpool. So the worms needs to constantly fight against this whirlpool. In this way, you can actually control the intensity of exercise. Wow. You know, years ago, we talked about a shrimp on a treadmill, but never a worm in a pool. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so as they're swimming, as they're exercising against the tide, so to speak, against the whirlpool, what are you looking for? The worms that we used for this particular study are a good model for Parkinson's disease. So these worms actually have human alpha-synuclein overexpression. So human alpha-synuclein forms these aggregates that are called Lewy bodies, and that can cause neuronal loss in humans. And we can see the same phenotype in worms as well. Well, can you tell if the exercise does prevent the, you know, the neurodegeneration? Yes, actually it does. So with only five minutes of exercise for two days, we have seen a significant loss of neurons, uh, the specifically the dopaminergic neurons in these worms. We know this in humans, that exercise is good for us, right? You're discovering that exercise is good for neurotransmitters and, and good for keeping your brain healthy, at least in the worms. Can we apply this to people? The reason for our study is this video that came up in, I think, CNN on some other news channel from Cleveland Clinic. Dr. Alberts did some experiments. So one of his patients is a Parkinson's patient, and he went for a tandem bike riding with him. And after that, the tremors in his hands almost disappeared. So this kind of told us like, okay, so exercise intensity is important because Tandem biking is an assisted exercise. Our main goal was to find out what is the optimum intensity and duration of exercise. What we found is that there is a sweet spot. 
Too little exercise does not help. And too much exercise also does not help. It's just this optimum intensity that causes the maximum benefits in response to neuronal loss that we observe in these worms. Wow. Can you translate that to people where that sweet spot is? Now, it's hard to translate that in people. And that's okay. Parkinson's disease is an age-dependent disease. Mostly it affects people who are above 60 years old. And it causes these tremors, and then there are uh, problems in movements, which makes it more difficult to exercise. Our goal is actually to use this device for drug screening. We are looking at the markers that gets changed due to this perfect optimum intensity of exercise. Once we get those, we are going to do a drug screen to look, identify the targets and see if these drugs can maybe completely replace exercise altogether or maybe enhance the benefits of exercise. Hope to have you back when you've gotten more results. I hope so, too. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Dr. Joita Badra is a researcher at the University of Colorado in Boulder.